to Made in Science, the official podcast of the University of Stuttgart. My name is Wolfgang Holtkamp. I am Senior Advisor on International Affairs at our university and your host for today. In this episode, we welcome Julia Zink. She is a student in the master program Aerospace Engineering. Until recently, she was also a team lead at SOURCE. SOURCE is a CubeSat mission by students of the Small Satellite Society at the University of Stuttgart. Hello, Julia. Hello, Wolfgang. Julia, you are currently in your last phase of your master's program in aerospace engineering, and you were engaged in the Small Satellite Student Society at our university. Please, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us what you do? Hi, I'm Julia. I study aerospace engineering. I also studied my bachelor's of aerospace engineering in Stuttgart. And during my master's, I started to work for Source. And at Source, I first did the thermal analysis and thermal simulations. Then one year later, I was team lead for one year. And then I wrote my master's thesis um, in the payload team. So I kind of um, did three different tasks within this project. The source project itself is conducted within a special program of the European Space Agency. It is called Fly Your Satellite. Please, can you tell us what makes this program and also the source project so special? Sure. So Fly Your Satellite is a program by the European Space Agency, as you just said. And this is a program by the ESA Education Department. So ESA gives student teams the chance to work together with them. So they support student missions, uh, for example, SOURCE, and provide them with expertise. Every other week there's a meeting with the ESA expert where he asks about the project And if we need help, we can ask them. Then they also provide us test facilities. And um, they also do our reviews, which means they take a look at our project and try to find faults in the design. And then they also finance our launch into space. It's very, good, very great that they give us this opportunity to work with them. Not every student gets the chance to work for a space project and also to work with ESA. So we are very close with ESA, which we are very grateful for. I can definitely see that. Um, I also know that the team is very interdisciplinary. What is your particular job in the team? And also, how is the project team organized or structured? Okay, so our team is structured into several subsystems. These are the project lead, which consists of team lead and systems engineering. Then we have onboard data handling and onboard software. We also have the electrical power system. Um, we have attitude control system, operations and ground communications, payload. Then the next subsystem is structure, thermal and harness. And we also have a simulation subsystem. And these subsystems are all 
parts of a satellite mission. So if it's another mission conducted maybe at ESA, they would have almost the same subsystems because these are the subsystem every satellite needs to be able to operate or to be developed. In the project, what are some of the milestones that were reached and perhaps also some of the milestones that are still ahead of you? So there are several milestones. The first milestone would be just um, to decide on a mission, what we want to do with our mission, what we want to achieve, um, what are the mission objectives, and if the mission is feasible, um, which is the first milestone, because then we can go on and design the mission in more details. And when we design a mission in more details, um, okay, first of all, we make some kind of preliminary definition and then go into more detail, make a detailed definition of the system. And there we also have to check what are the risks, um, what kind of components do we want to test and build, what we want to buy. And there's a big milestone, which is the critical design review, where experts, so in our case it's ESA experts, because we are part of Flyer Satellite, and they look at our design And they tell us, hey, you have to look at your power system because something is not working in our opinion. So we have to look at this. And then if we revise our design, then we're ready to build the satellite. Um, so this is a very big milestone because we go from not having a satellite to start producing a satellite. And we also have a manufacturing readiness review um, where ESA gives us um, the last go to, so we can start building the satellite. So currently we are building the satellite and producing it. And also the next step would be to test the whole system. And then one very big milestone is the launch into space. Um, so we can start operating the satellite. Um, maybe we can start at the beginning of 2023 if everything works, but because of COVID and yeah, it could be a delight a bit, but we are very hopeful we can start next year. You have already said that uh, this is a very time-consuming uh, task, of course, to be a member of SOURCE and that it is not perhaps for everybody. But what skills do students who want to join the team have to have? And is the SOURCE project even still open for students to join? Yes, the SOURCE project is open for students. So every semester, new students can join. They could also join within a semester because then they can join and be part of the key qualification we offer and also get free credit points for being part of SOURCE, which is a great bonus. And for skills, um, the only skill you need is to be passionate about space, be able to work independently, but also want to be part of a team. So you should work independently, be part of the team, um, be motivated, passionate, and all the other skills you learn by doing. So we don't expect anyone to be an expert at what they want to do. Your biggest skill must be to be willing to learn something new. 
to build something new, to start something new. That is obviously, I guess, what you are very much interested in. Uh, it is very obvious uh, that uh, in your life, you have uh, always been guided by that particular interest. How did you decide to study aerospace engineering? And when did you make that decision? I was very young when I made the decision. Um, I used to read books about planets and space. And then my mother said, oh, you can study aerospace engineering. And then it was in my head. And my parents also joked about me being the first woman on Mars. Let's see if it will happen. Yeah, it's just, I just decided maybe in, maybe already in primary school. I wasn't sure if I want to study aerospace engineering, but it was always in my head. And it was very convenient that there's aerospace engineering in Stuttgart. I think otherwise I wouldn't know it this study existed because you don't hear lots of people studying aerospace engineering. I also knew in school that I like maths and physics more than languages or social sciences. So it was a kind of easy decision for me. I also thought if I should study some medicine technology, but my passion about space just was very strong. So I started studying aerospace engineering. And during your studies at the University of Stuttgart, you also did a semester at Queensland University of Technology in Brisbane, Australia. What was your most impressive experience there? Or perhaps there was even more than one. And what did you learn for your future during that time in Australia? My biggest impression was the campus because it was just amazing it was right at the riverside we had a botanical garden um, they had couches and beanbags so there were so many places where you could just relax on campus and they also have this huge screen which looks like a cube um, which is like I don't know it goes from the ground to the ceiling is just very impressive and there are also lots of tourists going there and I also like that there were regular assignments during the semester so you were forced to work on your studies and we had small groups for studying so maybe groups of 20 students um, where every student group has their own tutor and the tutors, tutors were very engaging And the classes were also very engaging. In Germany, it depends on your study, but in aerospace engineering, a tutorial is mostly you sit there and try to answer questions or mathematic problems. And there was like, you sit there and you have to work with your group. And also you were very engaged during your studies. And I think it kind my semester abroad kind of shaped me because... I met so many different people. I would never meet them in Germany. So many different personalities. And I just noticed that I very much like traveling and meeting new people from another nationality. And I'm very looking forward to go back to Australia. Your international experiences are not limited to Australia only. 
You were also involved in the body program at our university, helping incoming international students to navigate all sorts of challenges, both in everyday life and also in academic life. What did you learn about the University of Stuttgart through the eyes of the exchange students? Um, that the campus is very big and also um, the library is a very good place to study and also a good place to use the Wi-Fi. And um, some students said it's difficult because you have lectures which are German and German is not an easy language. And sometimes it's even more um, confusing if you have the lectures in German, but then the slides are in English. Because when you study, you see these English slides and learn the English words, but then the exam is in German and they are totally confused. But overall, they very much liked uh, that there's a Mensa, that um, there are so many green areas about the campus um, I mean, you have the Bärensee in Feyingen and in the campus Stadtmitte, you have the park. Um, so that's what they told me. Julia, you told us that SOURCE is going to launch into space, hopefully in 2023. What will happen to the project team afterwards? After launch, the satellite will have to be operated and the students can take this as a chance and operate the satellite and see how people in mission control, so to speak, and look at all the data and also send commands to the satellite, receive also receive data from the satellite and analyze the data they receive. So this would be the next step after launch because the mission is not over after the satellite is built. And we also want to use all the knowledge we acquired by doing source for a follow-up mission or maybe several follow-up missions, um, which is also one of the mission objectives of source, just to provide a platform for students to learn by doing, so to say. And I'm very excited about what's next and what kind of mission we want to launch next and also how the satellite will operate in space because it's the first satellite which is just mainly built by students and this is very much exciting. For yourself, Julia, you're just about to finish your master's degree. What will be the next academic step for you? So I will stay at University of Stuttgart and start my PhDs at the Institute of Space Systems. I'm going to research, do, do my research um, on machine learning and how to apply machine learning in operations and also kind of try to figure out how machine learning can help humans to make decisions, try to predict or forecast disturbances which could occur during operations and all everything which has to do with this task. So what kind of data we want to use, um, how we're going to implement this is also part of my PhD. And I, already, I, I did not start yet. So this means maybe I figure out, okay, what I want to do is not working. So 
I should change my subject, but I'm going to stay with uh, machine learning. And I'm very excited about what is possible and do some research for some years because I noticed, okay, just spending some time with some scientific problem can be very challenging, but also at the same time very rewarding because you get the feeling that you did something new and that you can help other scientists or um, other students by all the stuff you figured out during your work. Do you think there will still be time to keep an eye uh, on the source project or is your time in the team then really completely up? No, I think I could never get source out of my head and I will always be part of source because what I did um, also contributed to the mission and at the Institute of Space System, um, all PhD students They also help the students which are part of SOURCE um, with their expertise and knowledge. And yeah, maybe I'm able to help these students too. And I think I'm going to watch the launch of SOURCE maybe in person. I'm not sure. But if I know when SOURCE is going to launch, I'm going to buy a plane ticket and go there just to see the rocket launching into space. Where do you see yourself in the future? Is it really in academia? Or do you think enterprises are also a good option for you? Depends. So I don't want to say now that I just want to go into research or I want to go into the industry because people change and so do I. But right now, I think I could see myself doing both. But when I go into an enterprise maybe in the research department. But when you're working for an enterprise, the problem is you can't really share your research with others. So maybe I stay in academia. Um, on the other hand, I want to go somewhere else than Stuttgart in some part of my life because I noticed international experience is very rewarding and also opens your mindset so let's see. Let's see where future brings me. Maybe I'm an astronaut and do my research on Mars. And I would be so proud if I would know at some point that you are the first woman on Mars. Uh, yeah, so, me too. Uh, so uh, that, that project, you know, keep it up. That's all what I can say. Julia, we are coming to the end of our conversation here. Uh, already. And uh, we would like to ask you some questions. Um, it's called Moment 7. We have collected seven questions that uh, should be answered really as shortly as possible. So, uh, Moment one, Spätzle or Maultaschen? Maultaschen. Moment two, one thing you could change about the world would be? Make other people happy, spread happiness, um, tell them don't worry much about things you cannot change and let them smile more. Moment three, do you have a book recommendation? 
Um, it's been a long time since I last read a book, but I really like Tom Sawyer. Moment four. The best advice that you have ever received was... That I should not worry about things which could happen in the future and let them affect my present. Moment five. Your favorite place on campus at the University of Stuttgart is... Um, sitting on a chair at Campus Beach and relaxing and enjoying the sun. Moment six. If you could start all over again, you would do the following differently. I would not think too much about what I should do because in the end you always end up doing the thing you wanted to do first, but it takes so much time and nerves just worrying worrying about what could go wrong and I would tell my younger self just do it yeah nothing can go wrong actually things could go wrong but then you learn from them and moment seven please complete the following sentence the best thing about my studies is that you get the chance to work on a space mission. And also there are so many different things you can do, especially during your master's thesis, that you don't really know what to do because there are so many good things. So it's very hard to decide. But this is also very good that you get a chance to do things you really want to do. Thank you, Julia, for our talk today. We are very much looking forward to staying in touch. And of course, we wish you all the very best for the future, all the projects uh, ahead. And of course, the completion of your studies, but also starting your PhD. Thank you. It was very great talking to you. And to our audience, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed meeting us, you are very welcome to subscribe to our podcast. Most of all, Please stay tuned for our conversations that are always based on what is made in science.